Hello, this is Dalton uh, reporting from WDBC. Today I'm with Marvin, Josh, Tyler, and this is episode two of Microphone Takeover. Today's topic is cars and motorsports. Let's kick it off with a controversial 400Z. Marvin, what are your thoughts? I personally think that the car looks like an Aston Martin and something more from the future. It's definitely an upgrade and looks like newer than the 350 and the 370Z, but for $35,000 and it's twin turboed, it doesn't get much better. What do you think? 35, damn, I thought it was a lot more than that. I thought um, it was cheaper, what do you mean? I thought it, well, new cars nowadays, they're really expensive. I mean, yeah, they're expensive, but still, that's a, I feel like that's a little bit too high. Uh, anyway, my thoughts, I love the car. Um, it, I, at first, the first time I saw it, I hated it. Um, but after I saw how they integrated the, the uh, 300Z rear end being the uh, taillights and the kind of 350, 370 kind of... And overall, it looks like a 240Z. So It does, yeah, it does. It, they really brought in all together all of the older Zs, and I think this is their final one. It's still the VQ35, right? Um, it's a twin-turbo V6. I'm not sure if it's VQ35 or not. I haven't looked into that. It's probably the 3.5. I don't think they would change it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Josh? Um, I, I like it. I personally really like it, but I think it's going to need a little bit more work to really like make its way into the car community, especially yeah. in the modding scene. Like, yeah. with with how like futuristic body lines are, it's going to be really hard to make that look like exceptionally good from an aftermarket perspective. Exactly. With newer cars, you really can't modify the body lines because they already have that down to exactly how they want it, being like. Um, the points of where the buyers want them, the average buyer. Uh, next up is the C8Z06. What are your thoughts, uh, Um, I think it's a pretty cool car. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know that much about cars, but I mean, personally, I like the car, like mainly the looks and uh, speed. I'm not really a car expert like you guys, but you're just gonna completely you know. ignore the fact it's got a flat plane crank V8. Like that's kind of <laughs> kind of revolutionary in the field, <laughs> and you're just gonna completely ignore it. Is that is that what's happening here? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts, Josh? Um, yeah, I love it. it. That is a really cool car, and I can't wait to see it on the road because that it sounds like a hypercar. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Completely changed. I saw the uh, Stradman. He uploaded a video about it. Uh, he had it delivered by Chevy, and you only got—you didn't even get to drive it. You just got to rev a little bit. It sounds crazy. Oh, that's—I—I that, I can't go as far to say that's LFA levels, but oh. that's really, really. That's like—it sounds like a Ferrari. Yeah. It looks like a Ferrari. Sounds like a Ferrari. Exactly. It's, we've made an American Ferrari. Exactly. You really can't beat the Japanese uh, Lexus LFA, though. That is a crazy sounding, what is it, a V10? I don't know. V10? Um, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not sure. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure it is. I saw one in person in downtown Detroit at the GM building with my dad, and the interior and everything is still pretty much like the, old, the other C8s, but the sound of it is definitely incomparable to just a base C8. So you're saying you've seen an LFA? I thought you were talking about the <laughs> Z06 still. Oh, no, no, my bad. But have you seen an LFA? Um, I've seen one LFA one time on Woodward this past summer yeah. when I was down there with some of my friends. And it definitely, it, it does not sound like any other car, like the normal Mustangs that have like headers and stuff and oh, yeah. they're cammed. 
it's got like a really weird rev pattern to it too. Really raspy too, that's one thing I've noticed. Uh, next topic is the new Subaru WRX STI. I don't, know how you, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I, all I have to say is it looks exactly like the Forester. It looks like a family car. It, it's ugly. That, that's the whole. That <laughs> nothing more. Just we can move to the next topic. It's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Marv? Mm, I I like it, but I do think it does look like a Forester. I'm not sure how I feel about the front end and the headlights. The body lines and everything are are okay, but I think like the 2019 looks good, but. Even still, the 2006 and 2005 was probably the best year they made them. Oh yeah, I would argue the um, 2015 is the nicest, but just because that's when the it, that's when Subaru kind of found its modding scene the best. But still, like you can't beat a 22B. Yeah, you cannot beat the 22B. Right hand drive, mm. uh, top tier. <laughs> top tier indeed. Uh, 2035. Uh, most uh, car manufacturers have announced they're going electric EVs. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I think I think it'll definitely by then be innovated a lot, and there's going to be a lot more chargers and options as far as that. Because right now for Teslas, there's things like Target nearby with chargers, but for like an add-on price of like three thousand dollars, you can get a supercharger at home, or else it just comes with this slower charger that takes a few hours to charge. But mm -hmm. I think once they get their charging things figured out, and you can make it charge up quick enough, I think it'll become practical for long road trips and special things, especially the autopilot. I'm seriously gonna miss the sound of a like a good engine though. Yeah, it's gonna be horrible. It's just okay. Like you take like the sound of an economy car, like a Civic, yeah. while you're on the highway. You take that, remove the engine noise. It's even more boring than it already is. Seriously, it's just no. And sound. then workshops and stuff and auto parts stores are gonna go out because they're not replacing parts except for windshield washer fluid, and <laughs> there's no engine components to no, fix or to be fixed. Changes. Oil changes. I mean, they're not going to be able to do, yeah, they're not going to be doing uh, oil changes or anything like that. But on top of that, the car scene, we love our purring V8s and all that stuff. But where is that going to go? Where is it going to be in the car scene in 2035? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say there's still definitely going to be a good classic car scene. Like, you know, nowadays we still see, like, 50s, 60s cars, yeah. 70s cars, like, rolling on Woodward especially. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a time, and I'm going to hate that time, there's going to be a time in the future where that's... Woodward's gonna become a bunch of 2020 cars because it's like the last few yeah. years of combustion. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Oh yeah. Um, next thing is the Tesla Cybertruck. I think that's coming in out uh, 2025. I personally think that it looks like something out of origami or like an origami oh, yeah. car, but there the you can get like a four wheeler and ATV with it, which is pretty sweet. You can buy that separately too, but that's like two thousand dollars to add on. I think the truck itself, the the design and like the structure of it is good, but I don't like the exterior of it. Mm -hmm. I think the way that the exterior and the body of the car was designed was is just designed for something that's too futuristic. Yeah, it's kind of a one of a kind car. Uh, I will say, um, I kind of lost track where this conversation is going. Are we talking about the um, the Tesla pickup truck or the Tesla Toblerone? <laughs> <laughs> We are dealing with a what is going to be essentially a pentagon on the road, and I think that's a little stupid. I, I've been saying this is all a marketing campaign. This vehicle is not going to actually see our roads, but I don't know what happens. I mean, I like the uh, bulletproof type of thing. Yes, that the they added to it. Glass. Are they threw a baseball at and it broke immediately. <laughs> are we not going to talk about Elon Musk? I mean, Elon Musk did say that. Uh, 
it was a little bit of a malfunction, malfunction. between yeah before before they how do you, uh, tested okay, it. Like I understand malfunctions in software, but how do you malfunction in glass? I believe they uh, before they weakened the um, the bottom support of the glass, and when they did throw the uh, what was it? Know, it was, like it was a baseball. Ball. Yeah, when they did throw that, uh, it cracked it because it was um, damaged before they tested it. Well, before they um, reviewed it or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This car has got like a total of three body lines, it looks like. It looks like something you see in Tetris. I think they just completely removed the B pillar as well. Just A and really? then instantly goes to C. That's crazy. That is actually crazy. It's like the older BMW's uh, E39. Oh, yeah, kind of. Without the B pillar. That looks sweet. I love when you have both windows down and it just looks like a... Completely see-through, like a bunch of old, like the old Cadillacs. Exactly. Next thing, your Miata. Oh, my Miata. So I'm actually selling it right now, but I'm working on buying another one on Friday, it looks like. But my Miata, I bought it for 5000 I didn't do anything to it and left it how it is, and I just sold it for 10000 So I bought it and then just doubled it and sold it. And that kicks into JDM tax. Uh, there's been a crazy kick in the... Japanese cars especially. I mean... Oh, yeah. Japanese cars, mostly Japanese cars, but European cars. Uh, my E46 has gone up by at least uh, three grand since I bought it. Um, and as you were saying, you bought your Miata for how much? Five thousand. Um, five grand, and you sold it for 95? Yeah. 95. That's JDM tax for you. Uh... I think that's all the time we have for today. This was Dalton Enyard. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Marvin Kay. I'm Josh Blackman. And I'm Tyler Shinnevier. And this has been WDBC. Thanks for listening.